0: You'll hide that pillow. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to the and Plank Show. Put nipple. your nipple away. This is, uh, he said we're live, so this is a hot opening or cold opening. Yeah, we're live on Facebook cold now. Code open. Thank you for that for me. And uh, this is the Plank Show. Sorry we weren't here last week um, due to... Unforeseen circumstances. I had a fucking tooth problem, you know. Um, and it's still, you know, the apocalypse, the pandemic. But it's good to be back. Like I said, I'm one of your hosts, Chris okay. Mack. Sitting over to the side is Shama. Fucking Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know that they're seeing it the
1: yeah.
0: same way they're seeing it. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but yeah, Chris Mack.
2: Why yep. um, is my shit the only one that cycles? Like it bounces back and forth between the two of you?
0: Nah. Yeah. 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 Yours is the only one that does that shit. <laughs> yeah. Put it in gallery mode, bro. I don't know how to do that. Okay. The
1: long ways. Just turn your. Well, phone.
0: how about this? Before you start putting it in gallery mode, I said that my name is Chris Mack. Introduce yourself.
2: The instant classic, the one, Sean motherfucking
1: Bennett.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so most of you guys didn't hear that, but um, Sean's, um is also known as, a.k.a. as uh, weed from Kid and Play. Kid, uh, don't shit kid no i know i said it right with because it's the whack kid anyways i'm sorry and i don't know where she's at on your screen but we've got
2: um
1: Chris,
0: Liz. what a bitch we there you should go. whole name
1: full on <laughs> So
0: just ignore that. I'm just going to go through and
1: update our names. Well, my name at least because...
0: Well, they know who you are now.
1: I mean, it's not a matter of like, oh, must hide my identity. You're so fucking
2: I don't even even, fuck it. I'm going to just bounce back and forth between the two of you. It is what it is. Fuck it. Anyway.
1: So so you uh, should probably uh, scroll yeah. anyway you know, it's
0: good to see you guys because it's been, you know, two weeks, but it's good to see you guys and um glad to see you're still Oh alive.
1: hey, I
2: scrolled and I did it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it's good to see you guys. Um and to see that you haven't succumbed to the corona virus or anything else life threatening or just you know, death from cabin fever, or death from your significant other because I'm pretty sure we're going to see a spike in deaths because you know people being locked up together sometimes doesn't end well. <laughs> but um,
1: domestic yeah. violence, you think is going to increase during these times? I, I yeah.
0: feel like I feel like domestic, not domestic violence, murder, death, kill is going to happen because of couples spending too much time together and wanting to hurt each other and not being able to reconcile their feelings for one another because before they had word to keep them apart and different things and, you know, activities and shit. And now you've been locked up and they're just like, you, you got
2: Tiger here? King apparently.
0: Yeah. You got Tiger King. Oh, and, and also, I
2: haven't
1: I seen one episode. There's going to
0: be an uptick in births next, within nine months, the next like nine to 10, 11 months, we're going to see like a boom, like a baby boom. they're gonna be coronials
1: and quarantine's
0: yes yes definitely feel that and and, you know and like sean said you got the tiger king i've actually found a new show that i've been watching on netflix which um didn't think i was going to like but however it has turned out to be fucking um a great and uh, the name of the show is "Too Hot to Handle." I don't know if you've okay. seen that. I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix. Um,
1: I've only seen like the as I scroll through with other things that I want to watch on Netflix. Like I haven't clicked on it to watch it yet.
0: I, you know what? Uh, we sat and we saw the the previews, and we decided to watch it. And I really like it. Um, I don't think Sean would like it because essentially it does talk about people making deeper, meaningful relationships without sex. Sounds so like some gay
1: shit to me.
0: See, what did I say?
1: <laughs> Is that why I kept scrolling past it? Damn
0: it. <laughs> and you know what, and that's what they said too, but um, you should watch it. Anyways, <clears throat> I will stop talking and I will let um Russ have the floor.
1: Me?
2: Yeah. What you been up to? How you been corona in motherfucker?
1: I mean, I am in the car again. Um, so I get out of work at 8 o'clock and not enough time to, like, get home and, like, shower the corona off. So I uh, I removed my handlebars from work so that I could prepare myself t- once this is all over to go in the house and, like, shower the corona off. But, um, Yeah. I'm just going to work as much as possible and trying not to die all at the same time.
0: Got you. Okay. And, uh, Sean, so I, I see you still need a haircut. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come cut that for you when I drop these cookies off.
2: <laughs> baby yeah. girl, baby girl. Um, I have been missing my barber. Um. <laughs> working they got me working on seven days straight then i'm off for seven days straight you know virus protection and shit well they call it virus protection i think it's good so that if i catch something while i'm there for that seven days straight that they have time for the symptoms to maybe start showing and i can keep my ass home um i think is why they got me going seven days on seven days off um outside of that like i said missing my barber um and mm-hmm. living the poor life, man. Living, I, I've been growing my chesticles out as you can see. Got the Put talk- that shit away too. Got the to taco. Talk- you oh,
1: could put a whole shirt on for this.
2: <sighs>
1: Wasn't necessary. No.
2: Nah, I didn't I realize like,
1: that when we made the joke that it was like in <sighs> bed with Sean and Chris that like we would honestly have to see you in your sleeping attire.
2: I don't got no pants on.
1: I need to know that. I don't know that the listeners needed to know that. They don't need to know about this with taco meat.
2: If this camera, I mean, if this phone fall right now, y'all gonna get a hell of a show.
1: No, I will you. leave the whole. Well, job. It won't be, actually, I stand corrected.
2: But, it won't be that impressive of a show because I'm flaccid. But like you know, if I think about Halle Berry a long So time. do
1: we stay for comedic effect or? <laughs>
2: All yeah. right, so,
0: so um, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's let's
2: move along with the show. Um,
0: so what's first up on the docket, Sean?
2: Okay, so uh, I, I wanted to take, a, you know, I was going to answer a couple of questions from some listeners. Wanted some uh, introspective thoughts, and I figured, you know, since we're doing this, mm-hmm. w- with the exception of risks from the comforts of our bed. Um, we can go ahead and knock that out, knock that out for some folks or whatever. Um, I don't know that I can pull up the shit that I sent because I'm phone retarded. Um, but I think the first question was, uh, how, how do you recover from a toxic relationship? And I feel like we've all at some point been in a toxic relationship. So like,
0: yeah. Oh, I mean,
2: <clears throat> Chris. How do you recover from a toxic relationship? As someone, as someone who has lived almost a, a damn century, um, you've probably been in more toxic relationships than I've been in relationships. How do you recover from a toxic relationship? Although I have been in toxic relationships.
0: Mm.
2: I want the wisdom of the old head on this
0: one. Well, you know what? I was I was going to speak first. I'm going to defer the wrist first and then...
1: Damn. Does that make me the one with the wisdom? Because I'm yeah. scared for y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm
0: going to defer the wrist first on this one and then I'm going to come back and hit you. And then I'm going to come back and hit you in the head. But okay. probably some nonsense. I don't know.
1: I feel attacked. So... one recovers from a toxic relationship by acknowledging their own toxicity in the relationship. Oh, that's That good. it wasn't just the other person. It wasn't just the other person that was harmful in most cases, most cases probably not most. In some cases, it's not just the other person that you're vilifying. If you don't look within yourself to say, what did I do? Okay. That wasn't the best. Um, If you don't make those changes within yourself, you don't recover. I don't think that's all personal experience, but we're going to say the words one, instead of, I would not have recovered. (laughs) if i didn't look within myself actually that sounds better if i didn't look within myself to say that it wasn't just the other person in my experience that was toxic that i was toxic too that there was things that i did or things that i said that was just unnecessary and unnecessarily hurtful um straight for the jugular <clears throat> spitting the poison at someone um and some of those things aren't like so quickly be like oh yeah you know that one thing that i said that one time like that was hurtful and that wasn't necessary but i'll just won't say that again like you have to branch that out right so after you do whatever it is you do to get over someone or in that process even i found (laughs) that it's you have to recognize that not only is it just the other person that's toxic but there was toxic things about yourself myself so addressing those acknowledging those and like also working to make sure that my relationship didn't include those things and my partner knew about those things you know you tell your new partners like not so much like I Yeah, I guess it's a warning. You say, hey, this is what I've been through. And you're hopeful that they will take those situations, they will take that kind of thing and learn with you how you're going to react to certain things now or how you're going to work to do it better. That's what I got. Okay.
2: And
1: I the self-reflection period.
2: I mean, I'm not going to disagree. I definitely think uh, <clears throat> evaluating your own toxicity is is something that's important uh, because nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Uh, you know, I can look at, you know, um, my toxic relationship that comes to mind and I can look at the things that that person did. And I can focus on those things or I can focus on, you know, what were my shortcomings, what, 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 what negativity and toxicity that I bring to the relationship that might have caused these things. Don't try, Don't lose time focusing on was it justified what the other person did, how wrong they were, yada, yada, yada. You know it was wrong. You know it hurt you. You know it was toxic. Move past that so that you can quickly figure out, hey, this is what I need to work on. And then you take the time to work on that. I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of people make the mistake of, uh, you know, just jumping right in bed with the next person, and you know, hoping that that's going to fix it. Or, you know, I've heard the saying, you know, amongst females, the best way to get over a guy is to get under a new one. And I think that's a mistake, um, male or female, because uh, all all you're doing is taking taking the negative emotions from the previous relationship into your current relationship. You're giving somebody else. And, you know, again, my hats off to people who can't do this, but you're giving somebody else extra walls to tear down extra work to deal with um, extra hurdles to overcome because you haven't taken the time to overcome the things that you need to overcome and fix, you know, fix what you need to fix within yourself and not just fix your own toxicity, but recover from the negativity that happened in the previous relationship. Uh, I think, you know, one of the best ways to recover from a toxic relationship is to focus on yourself. It's hard to recover from from a toxic relationship when it's hard to recover from a toxic relationship if you're already working on next relationship. It's difficult. And, you know, Um, also while recovering from that toxicity and focusing on the the negativity and the toxicity that you brought to the relationship, don't let that, don't also use that as a scapegoat for the other person. Oh, well, they wouldn't have done this if I hadn't done this. and Oh, they wouldn't have acted that way if I hadn't done that. That's like the fucking, you know, chick with the black guy talking about, well, if I hadn't, you know, if I hadn't overcooked the fucking chili, he wouldn't punch me in my shit. Like, no, that's you what you did wrong doesn't excuse the way the other person uh behaves, period. Everybody is responsible in a relationship, everybody's responsible for their own actions. Uh if 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 my girl goes out and cheats on me and I respond by cheating on her, like it doesn't make my cheating isn't acceptable just because she did it. I should have just broke up with a motherfucking ass and fucking you know what I'm saying? Um so don't let don't let fixing yourself become a scapegoat for the other person, uh, and don't try to hang on to that other relationship. Sometimes people just aren't meant to be together. I have an ex that most people most people who describe me will tell you I'm a good guy, and most people that describe her will tell you she's a good person. And fucking, we think we are the absolute worst people on earth. Like, God, she thinks I'm the devil, and goddamn it, I I know she's a mistress. Like, you know. So, some things just aren't meant to work. Some things just, you know, some people just aren't meant to go together. Don't lose time, you know, worrying about that. You got to focus on yourself and fix yourself. That's the best way to get over a toxic relationship. Chris Mack,
1: hit us with that, will it?
2: (laughs) Hit us, hit us, hit us with that Machiavellian knowledge.
0: (sighs) That would mean I would be dead, speaking from the grave. But okay, I'll keep going.
2: Machiavellian
0: not Machiavellian. Okay, I digress. Um in any case, um I think with toxic relationships, I think you have to realize that there's levels to the toxicity.
2: Um I don't there's think levels to the shit, son.
0: Yeah, there's levels to it. I don't think there's not one cure-all for all toxic relationships just because not all toxic relationships are the same um saying that meaning that <clears throat> one toxic relationship could be um that they're mentally abusive or verbally abusive or physically abusive those are just, just three different things because um mental abuse and verbal abuse can be just as harsh on um the psyche as physical abuse you know um, I think there are a lot of wen- women and men that suffer PTSD from being verbally and mentally abused by their partners. Um, and I think it's just as much as the ones that have been physically abused because, and, and we've all heard, heard of the term gaslighting and that's one of those things people use. And, it, and it's a toxic, it's a toxic thing, toxic thing. Um, I know Sean mentioned you know, um, what she did, you know, or whatever somebody did and you went out and cheated and it doesn't excuse that. The cheating was not the toxic part that, um, that is you doing something that is just wrong that you, you should have thought through. Um, but the toxic part are the things that led up to that, that you both did. And, and, you know, and I'm gonna say it, and I know a lot of people don't like it, but um, just because you're in a toxic relationship, doesn't mean you have to, um, doesn't mean that you have to see what you did that was toxic, <clears throat> because you may not be the toxic person, toxic person, you know, um, and, and it could just be that person because they have unresolved issues and things like that, because maybe they did come into the relationship from a past relationship and didn't have time to heal. So they brought their baggage over. I mean, but honestly, we all bring baggage to a relationship, whether we've had a year to heal or a day to heal. You know what I mean? Um, But to get over a toxic relationship, depending on the level, I think it's all about self-reflection looking at yourself and realizing that you are a good person. You know, maybe there are things in certain arguments and certain situations that you didn't do absolutely correct, but realize that and realize the person that you are, self-reflection and seek to become a better person, not just um, mentally, oh, really? but, but physically. And yeah. um, And when you do that, And you rise above and you raise your frequency, your frequency above where it is now. It will help you to overcome that toxic relationship.
2: What about those of us that aren't good people?
0: (laughs) Then clearly, then you're the toxic person and you definitely need to seek therapy.
2: Well, I don't think I don't think those two things go hand in hand.
1: Doesn't
2: I, get think, I I don't think that being a bad person automatically means you're a toxic person. You can resolve your issues and not you don't have to be mentally, physically or, you know, uh, emotionally abusive. Like I, I like that you touched on that. There is definitely a big uh a large a large difference um in those uh, uh you know in, the, in those scenarios, but one can be just as damaging as uh as the other. That's something that took me a long time to come to grips with. Uh, cause I used to tell girls who'd be like, you know, or even fellas who'd be like, oh, I was in an emotionally abusive relationship, and, you know, uh, you know, that's just as bad as, you know, getting your ass beat. And I'd be like, have you ever had your ass beat?
0: Right. And real like,
2: quick, yeah. before real real quick,
0: I just want to say this, you know, a thing that I say when I, I have an argument with, um, Heather, one thing that I say a lot is I don't like to mince words. Don't mince words with me. Okay. And I'll say that. And that's talking about this toxic relationship. You said a bad person. We're not talking about just a bad person, like a person that, you know, he's walking down the street and he sees an ant and he steps on it. Then he sees a snail. He steps on it too. And he keeps walking, sees a cat and he kicks it. We're not talking about a bad person. We're talking about relationships. And so I'm not going to mince words because I think that's two different levels. And I think that person walking down the street, Stepping on the ant, the snail, and then kicking the cat does need some therapy because he's a bad person. Because guess what, something is mentally off with him. Something is mentally off. If you ver, if you physically think, if you mentally put thought into stepping on the ant, the snail, and then kicking the cat, guess what? You definitely need some therapy. Okay, but, so in, terms people, but,
2: but in terms people, of relationship, but in terms
0: of relationship, because that's what we're talking about. Because uh-huh. it's not in those words. If that person is bad and they and they treat people badly in relationships, then they clearly have some unresolved issues with something that cannot always be worked out just by talking with the other person. Sometimes they do need to seek help. Sometimes there's an underlying condition. And I'm not saying everything can be solved with medicine or, or just therapy, but sometimes it is needed. And sometimes it's needed for people who are in toxic relationships um, that weren't a toxic person, sometimes it's needed for them to have therapy so they can so somebody else can see what they can't see that's good about them. You know what I mean?
2: Because I think so. But when, say, but when, when person, I say when I say
0: gaslighting, like they can really fuck you over.
2: Was, gaslighting is a whole other thing that I don't. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll we'll figure that out another time. But yeah. What? I'm saying, when I say bad people, I mean so part of my part of my, my 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 realizing part of my recovery from a toxic relationship was the acceptance that every single one of us, whether it be you, whether you talked about, you know, maybe you're not the toxic one or whatever, this that and third. There's always room for improvement. Because every single one of us, whether it be you, whether it be Riss, whether it be me, whether it be H-Town, fucking every one of us is the villain in somebody's story. Period. Period. There's someone out there.
1: It could be that who, bitch that you cut yeah. off in traffic. You're the villain of the story for today. But in your relationship, it well, is even in just that argument.
2: Even in just even in relationships, there's somebody out there that you've had a relationship of some sort with, right now, who if, who if they speak of you, they speak of you, you are the bad guy in their story. I assure you. Oh yeah, sure. No for matter sure. how good you think you were to them, no matter how you know, you, you, no matter how much you did or were supportive or whatever, there was something that you didn't do. Um, maybe fucking you didn't give her fucking surprise her with flowers often enough. Maybe fucking you fucking didn't fucking. Maybe you were too argumentative. Maybe fucking you didn't want to eat ass. It could be any goddamn number of things, motherfucking, but you are the villain of somebody's story. And I think accepting that, accepting that we're all the bad guy at some point.
0: So let me say this real quick so we can move on with the next thing. Um... Like my last relationship before Chris, this- Rest while he's was,
2: saying this, can you get the next thing pulled up? <laughs>
0: um My last relationship before the one that I'm in currently, um, I don't think, I think that it was toxic, but not because of any one thing. I think that it was because of the age difference and the level of maturity. And that can form a toxic relationship because then there's a a a level of understanding you know what i mean and so i remember after that relationship ended it it hit me kind of hard but i was like you know what it wasn't right and so i threw myself into like crossfit and just work um and met new people and I focused on myself, you know, but I did a lot, I, I did a lot of CrossFit.
1: Take a drink. Like,
2: ev- like every day. I think you remember that, Sean. I was there every day. I remember because just like every other person who takes CrossFit, it became all you talked about.
0: Right. It was like <laughs> right, right. And um and then I met uh and then I met Heather and we sat up one night talking. And that was kind of like my therapy session. I was doing CrossFit and like, it was one night with her. We sat up talking all night and it put things in perspective even more.
2: I still take credit for that, by the way.
0: I, I Well, I don't, I, I don't think that you can take credit for it, but.
2: I do, I do, I do. You um, can't tell me that you don't think I can when I do.
0: Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Um. <laughs> But like, I, but the, the point of the matter was, is that the way I handle it, I threw myself into exercise because those endorphins from working out helped to lift my spirit up and then focusing on myself helped to do the same thing and then talking with new people. And then in doing that, I met a new person who was um, on my level of intelligence that I could talk with about certain things and we could have intelligent conversations. And unlike my previous relationship, um, instead of it being unequally yoked, we were more along the same lines in, in certain areas. And, you know, maybe she was better in some areas and, and me in other areas. But um, sometimes it's not just about abuse. Sometimes it's just uh, a maturity thing which forms a toxic relationship because some people are not ready for a mature relationship. So what's next?
1: does that mean me can you guys still see me now Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: oh okay cool so you just need to read this off here for you
0: yeah what is it
1: all right so it comes from the oprah magazine folks so how real is zodiac compatibility an astrologist weighs in uh your love life could be predetermined by the stars but there's a catch Love might just be the most confusing but beautiful sentiment we experience as humans. Uh, But we look, one look at a social media feed and it seems as the astrology memes and Instagram horoscopes proclaiming which signs are the most part, are most compatible, are sending us the message that our love lies are predetermined by the stars. All right. Mm. Um, We all know Sean's Leo because Leo season never ends for him. Uh,
0: Ever.
1: What's I thought Chris? you were
0: talking about that mane <laughs> on the top of his motherfucking head. <laughs> Don't be I'm a hater. I'm not. I'm sorry, Simba. I mean, Mufasa. I mean, Scar. I mean, Lion Pack.
1: <laughs> Shit! What is What's your fucking
2: side, Chris Pack? Oh, my God. Well, I was born on the cut. Oh, I know. Shout, right? out, shout out to Chi-Town. He said, love the show. Haven't been able to listen in a while. We love you, too. My big brother's also currently listening. He said, fuck that. Not washing the dishes didn't make you drink that fifth. I'm assuming he's talking about toxicity. And All right. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. All right.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: The dishes and that fifth, my nigga.
1: All right. Hell,
2: um, you asked me what my sign was.
1: Yeah, I sorry. was born
2: on
0: I was born on a cusp, so I'm uh a Pisces and Aquarius. I'm not just one; I'm two. How
2: do How do you not remember that? Every time it's y'all you a know, cusp, cusp,
1: What does that born mean exactly? Cusp. Never mind.
0: Oh, never cusp. mind. Yeah. Each Each zodiac sign has a cusp. So if you look at uh. like so, that's no, funny. it doesn't mean the day before. So if you look at um, Aquarius and Pisces, every every sign has it. So some books will have it as February starting, you know, having Aquarius start at February 18th and some will have it February 19th. This is what's called a cusp because this is the day that's the end. This is like the in-between. It's neither one or the other. So, um, so, it, but you, okay. so they say you get trace of both, but that's called a cusp.
2: Roger that. Yeah. So, astrology and compatibility in the signs.
1: Yes.
0: So just give me Aquarius. Just give me Aquarius. And So you're Pis- going
1: for Aquarius. So do, right.
0: yeah, just do both Pisces and Aquarius because yeah. Gotcha.
1: Alright, yeah. so Sean There's My girlfriend's a
0: Pisces. She's a through and through Pisces and I'm on the cusp. Got
1: gotcha. you. Alright, so we'll start with Sean as the first one that rolls up on this Phone, uh, the most compatible sun zodiac sun signs, fire signs, those Leos, Aries, and Sagittarius, ter- stereotypically tend to get along best with other fire and air signs, so Gemini, Libras, and Aquarius.
0: Oh, look at that!
1: So, Sean and Chris, y'all like meant for each other or something? Is that what the stars are saying? Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right earth signs are the taurus the virgos and the capricorns that's me oh wow often with other earth and water signs so cancer scorpios and pisces so that scorpio there is my bestie kayla joe and sabrina beach and ashley i have way too many scorpios in my life um but they're my besties. so i'll take it okay um the air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, that's you? Chris Nick? Yes? Did we decide
0: that's, Aquarius? You said for
1: Aquarius? Uh air signs, Gemini, Libra and Aquarius match well with the other air and fire signs. So Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius.
0: Aries, Leo. I don't know. I don't know any other Aries or Sagittariuses. Wait, maybe my mom's a Sagittarius.
1: <laughs>
2: Fortunately,
1: every season is Leo season. Every season is Leo
2: season.
1: Uh, the water signs, the Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces will often find a good match with water and earth signs. So that's the Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorns. Okay. But I don't like them. So, <laughs> all right, I'm coming back to y'all. I can't see you because I've been reading. Anything else we need from that snippet?
2: All right, so how much faith in stock do you put in what you just read? You're asking risk, right? Okay, or so the one who just read it. Right, okay.
1: Find it fine. What did you say? Who?
0: What did you say? Riz.
1: Uh, that the social media account that they were referencing there at the beginning was probably mine because I enjoy that kind of a thing. Um, I wouldn't, I'm not like real too good on it. I guess. I can't even speak a straight sentence. Did you hear that? I'm sorry. Um, But I find it interesting. So I don't put much weight to it. I used to, Uh, I used to think that like that shit was on point point. Um, I do love my Scorpio besties, but like only because they all just happen to be, I have a gaggle of Scorpios um on my team. So like I'm I'm good. Uh but as far as like relationship wise, I think that that shit's probably not as accurate as my friendship zodiacs are. <laughs> um because like I give every single part of me to a relationship instead of just the good parts um that might go into like acquaintanceship and like not so close friendship
0: right you know there's, uh, there's much
1: more to there's much more to me than just being a fucking capricorn so
0: right I mean, I've never really asked the people I get along with or the people I don't get along with when they were born um, what their sign is so I can be like, okay, don't mesh with that one. Yeah. Don't with that one. <laughs> I've, never, I've never really done or taken any stock or any inventory of that. So it's hard for me to say. I do know that uh, I do get along well with Sean. And like I said, and a lot of people know the story, the first time we met, we sat down and we were alone together. I, I I flat out told him I was like, I don't like you, nigga. And he was looked at me and was like, I don't like you neither. And then we were just friends. <laughs> we we was like, Oh, for real? Like, that's what's up. And Dog life. Like <laughs> <laughs> You know, so um I mean, but you know, my first cousin, he's a Leo, and like we get along great. So I, I probably should have known that. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, I think there are people that I get along with that are probably not in my wheelhouse of signage
1: mm-hmm.
0: that I that I was supposed to get along with. No, it did say Aquarius get along well with Pisces, didn't it?
1: No, it's a, it's a Let me double check for you because I believe that was towards the end. Okay. And um, all up in y'all's face. I'm sorry. Fishy, 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 fishy,
0: I don't know what Heather's trying to do. She's over here trying to convince me that she ain't the right sign for me and shit. <laughs> she was like,
2: she was like, I know. mean,
1: technically. I mean, <laughs> technically, I feel like
2: over the course Aquarius, of 140 years, spicy. I feel like over the course of 140 years, you've probably fucked your way across the Zodiac. So, like, you can probably... Did it take 140 years? <laughs> Get away with anything.
0: Oh, my God. You're so terrible. Like, <laughs> what do people? What do people really think about me when they see me? They're like this fucking whole bad guy, My fucking guy, <laughs> right? Like, I, like they I, probably I like think
1: people... Master of Penalingus. obviously going to put you in a box like Joe Goldberg,
2: <sighs> right?
1: Probably going to leave several pieces of his soul on your face, and that's about <laughs> it,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not saying Chris is a hoe. I'm just saying, I remember this one time we were sitting around drinking, and it was just me and him. And then all of a sudden, Chris was like, Hey, I'm offering up free dick. And then now we got like eight chicks sitting at the table with us. That, and then fucking... <laughs> <laughs> and
1: that didn't
2: then, even make sense you
1: know, to be a story.
2: One of our homeboys threatened to lock a chick in a basement and shit. And it got, got awkward after that. Right. Shit. That happened. The other part uh, didn't it happen.
1: happened.
2: <laughs> you see, it happened. <laughs> he just said it happened.
0: No, I said our other friends sitting around <laughs> telling other women at the table that, oh, if I had a girl like you, i lock you up in the basement and wouldn't let you out. And I'm just like, I don't know why I
1: vaguely recall this conversation you... happening. Was
2: this a story I... you told before? You probably you, pro- I, I just spoke to her the other day.
0: Oh my gosh!
2: That didn't come up. That never comes up. I try to make sure that uh, that never comes up under. Any it term. never comes up.
1: <laughs> There's just no kind of a conversation for that.
2: There's just no way to be like,
1: "Hey, remember that time
2: my man threatened to lock you in the basement and never let you go." I had to social distance myself from him <laughs> after that.
0: After that, like there were other male friends of ours. It was like, Chris, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. like, I'm scared.
2: I was a lively, a a lively conversation, a real good time. And then all of a sudden just awkward. Oh my gosh. But anyways,
0: um, you know, I, I I think that Zodiac signs um, I think there is something to it cosmically as far as the balance of it but um I, like I said I just never put any inventory into it for me personally
2: I don't know I don't never put no stock in that shit cause like I said every season is Leo season so technically I get along with everybody because y'all all living in a Leo world anyways um But like, like, I just can't, I don't know, man. I can't imagine like the people who sit there and they live their life like that. And it's like, oh no, I can't, I can't talk to that person or I can't, you know, I can't, man, this chick is awesome, but like I can't date her or anything because she's a Pisces. She's an
1: Aquarius.
2: Right. Like that shit, I don't know, man. That shit just seems off the fucking wall to me. Like, how is that a thing? I have a question. Yeah.
1: Is there is there a sign that just fucked you over so badly that you're just like, mm, no, never again, though?
0: Uh you know, that's the problem. I don't remember asking. Like, I don't remember asking her her birthday.
2: OK, I remember okay. her birthday, but I don't know her sign. And I don't see, like, I couldn't care about that because I'm the type of person, I like, I don't watch, I've never watched a single episode of the show Shameless because my ex watches Shameless. She enjoys it, so therefore, fuck that show.
1: No, you cannot. Oh, okay. Right, like, <laughs>
2: you know, okay. I guess I just can't, like, so.
1: You do want to have absolutely nothing in common. Right. Okay.
2: Right. Okay.
1: Like,
2: <clears throat> so if I knew her sign, Maybe I might probably be like, yeah, never again. Because that but that's just because I'm a petty individual.
1: Chris, if you had known their their sign or you know their birthday and you happen to stumble upon what their sign is, would is there an ex of yours that has just completely fucked that entire zodiac for you? Like not the zodiac being like, oh, that's really important, but like everything about them has fucked anything common denominator for your futures future life from them
0: uh i'm trying to think is there one yes there is one but that's the thing i don't know when her birthday is but her like
1: now this, I'm just going to mention. How long were you with them? D- actually, it doesn't matter. Don't answer that question. Okay. Because if you can call it a relationship, at least you had to have had at least, she had to have had at least one birthday while y'all went together. And it's hilarious yeah, I, to me. I, I, also, you
0: know what? That's funny because I remember her birthday. I remember the only birthday I spent with her. And we broke up on her birthday.
2: Oh, son, and hey, that's that. Sweet. That's that. Now nah, I'm not giving you a gift right there. No, <laughs> like she took the gift I gave
0: her and threw it out the window of my Ford Thunderbird. Not and the Thunderbird. Got
2: my car
0: and kicked it, kicked the door shut. I remember that. I was I was a young dude. Yeah,
2: what's
1: the worst way you've ever broken up with a girl, Sean? Let's hear it.
2: What's the worst way I've ever broken up with a girl?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know if it counts because only she thought we were in a relationship. Like, no, nah, it, it was so bad to the point like her homegirl kept telling her, y'all are not a thing. Y'all are not in a relationship. And she just kept saying, Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And then yes. So she was a stalker. One month, uh two months, one month, okay, like anyway, a, a month or so, maybe two months. Um, after I first inserted myself into her, she was like, <laughs> So she was like, She goes, So, where do you see this relationship going? And I said, I don't see how a relationship can go anywhere. We not in a relationship, and she was like, "What do you mean we're not in a relationship?" And we, you took me to the movies, and I was like, I wanted to see that movie, and you know, you was there, and I don't like going to the movies alone, and you know, and she's like, she was like, "Oh, so we just been fucking?" And da 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 da, and blase blase and I said, "Right, we've been fucking." And uh, she started crying, and I got up, and I was like, "Well, I'm done with you, and I walked off.
0: Jeez.
1: um, So is the birthday story the one for you, Chris? Is that the worst you've done, is break up with a girl on her birthday?
0: Well, that's the thing. I didn't break up, like, I didn't set out to break up with her on her birthday. I had actually made dinner for her, bought her flowers, bought her a gift, and because of her attitude being ungrateful was like well you could have cooked lasagna better and I was like what and like
1: eat this fucking pizza pie and die
0: right and she was like and and I mean like you you think I'm joking but she seriously now I it, it says a lot about me like the ending of the story but um she seriously got upset because She was like, I'm pretty sure the um, card is nice, but the color of the envelope is just all wrong. And I was like, gotta be fucking joking. You know what I mean? Yeah, but make a long story short, we ended up having a son together and she ended up being a terrible fucking mother. (laughs) I raised my son and I'm not trying to talk bad about anybody, but like, I, oh, no 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 I, I can't I can't stand her like you, you know like and, and my son lives in the same city as her right now and she still won't see her son but you know like I talked to him yesterday and um the thing is is that I'm, I'm proud of my son and I think I did a good job and so can I say this all room for women of that particular zodiac sign that she is I don't remember what she was. I don't even remember the day of her birthday. I remember that birthday, though, and I remember I was, you know, I I, I was immature as mm-hmm. a young man to even stick my dick in her and take the chance of getting her pregnant.
2: I did. You know? I did send my homeboy to ask a shorty if he could use her phone, and he deleted my number out of her phone. And then I never hit had- I never hit her back up after that.
0: That's smart. But yeah, I mean, you know, like but as far as worst breakups, like I think that's probably yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, I don't my, oh yeah, the last relationship I was in before this and I we broke up on my birthday. Huh?
2: What is it between birthdays? Stop celebrating birthdays
0: right <clears throat> as long as we celebrating birthdays or shit like that but but at the same time i will say i will digress in saying that um heather threw me an awesome 40th birthday which sean didn't come to i don't think risk was there either did risk click out I think she's gone. I think she's
1: gone.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, I guess
2: also, we should probably be end fair, the show here. Huh? To be fair, I didn't know you was having a birthday party. We're no longer
1: friends.
0: Did you hear what she just said?
1: Uh, I don't years. know why.
0: She can hear you. Anyways, we should go ahead in the show.
2: um, I did never she's face one time and tell her that I never wanted to talk to her again.
0: That's terrible, Sean.
2: But I don't know if these count as breakups, because all those situations like only one of us thought this was a relationship.
0: Yeah.
2: Also, for all those breakups, I blame Reginald Ingram.
0: No, you can only blame yourself. That but sounds be- like
2: that sounds like taking responsibility for my actions, and I'm not about that. So, anyways, this has been Plank, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> That's toxic, Sean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyways, yeah, like you said, this has been the Plank Show. Um, We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening in. I'm pretty sure Wrist would say it's Wrist Bitch and she's out. Um, but I just said it for her. So thank you for joining us. Join us again next week. We'll talk to you later. It's a plank show. We out. Peace. Peace.